Rudy, you got your um your topic for the night? It's not me. I do. Okay. Well then, boom shakalaka. I'm on fire. <laughs> what? So I'm, I'm actually. <laughs> so I'm actually the same NBA jams game. No, no, we're not. We're not talking about that, Terry. The 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 reason why I didn't do it is because I, I feel like when I be doing it, um, it, it it slows down my side. Like that's why I always have to like wait and be like, hey, can y'all hear me? So I'm a, I'm going just I could always insert it separately anyway. So I'm gonna insert the intro there after you said it, but I'm just gonna go ahead and start uh, without playing. Are so you gonna it, cut but, all this out? Yeah, but I like that's it. I think that's how it gets us started, though. I know it always gets without me it. Now you gotta Every play. Every time it. I hear it, well, but I, <laughs> right. but that's, how, that's how I get hyped. That's like the that's a good the world. music before we start. I got you. I feel that. I feel that. But, but I'm not gonna play it because uh, <laughs> because you're a spoiled sport. <laughs> because well, no, because you're I'm also like no, because so I'm when also, this podcast oh sucks, it's on you. When this episode is sucky, well, it's Rudy's fault. It, it'll never suck because I'm on it. But the, the, <laughs> but the 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 um, I, I'm giving, I'm gonna be playing YouTube videos, so I don't want anything to slow down my you know my situation. I'm bored already. I need my music. I know. I'm people love I'm, the world. Yeah. First of all, I'm not gonna play it until you admit. Until <laughs> <laughs> you admit that it's top of the world. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm world. So it says an inch above the world. That's what it says. I can, I can get with that. An inch We're above an inch the above the world. That's it. That. Yep. An inch above. Inch above the world. I can get, that's oh, right. I can and that's that. and it's perfect because oh, as PKs, we're an inch closer to heaven than everybody else gets to have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm with that too. All right. That's Terry. it. We, we don't get any more than that. I'm with it. All right. It's like Terry. Jesus knew we were gonna fuck up more than the rest of them. Well, so he gave us an that. extra inch. You know? <laughs> that seems right to me. Now I don't I was know why, you, you said we were gonna mess up more right. than everybody else. I don't know why it seems right. But it seems right. Yeah. I was you lost me. Mm. Now if it, I'm closer to God than everybody else, that may be true. Hey guys. I said an inch. You're an inch <laughs> above the rest of the world. He All only right. gave you an inch because he knew we were gonna be terrible. Speak for yourself. to another episode of the worst ones podcast this is the place where preachers kids come together and do our thing whatever that means um You're an inch above the world <laughs> kelly don't do that it's very insulting to men uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is rudy wilson i am a pk we got not what you got it's how you use it <laughs> We got Terry Weezy in the building. We got Kelly Leezy in the building. Jay Rion in the building. We are all PKs, preacher's kids, pastor's kids, uh, bishop's kids. No, we're not. Um, anyways, Here causing problems. Here causing problems. Upsetting the established order. There you go. Um, Kelly Leezy, how you doing? What's been up with you? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, like I said, just constantly glowing and growing. Um, so having a good time for hand these 
my house streets. I'm gonna say ATL streets. But I really don't mean the, <laughs> <laughs> the streets. I'll be in the house, but in in my house hallways, I'm having a good time. Um, I got something in the mail the other day. What did you get, Kelly? Mm. Co-host. I'm here. Well, well, just keep talking. So, so before you got that in the mail, <laughs> I got something in the mail the other day. A nice Amazon package. Well, y'all can't see my uh, address, so make sure that didn't show. Mm-hmm. Nice package. Let's open it up and see what we have here. You could have definitely shown. I hope you checked it prior to this. I know. <laughs> woo woo! Is um, that Terry's book? is by Terry Weezy. Let's, let's sing it. Woo! Look at here, y'all. It's a little thick, though. So, single oh. you out. All right, show oh, the book. Show, 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 show the book up close. So, show here's the, the book. Wait, there where's my camera? Okay, there, there you go. go. Unclaimed ashes. Yeah. Hey. That little picture. That look like hey, a oh, little picture, though. Look at that. Look at that <laughs> face. Look at that face. Look at that face. Look at that face. Like you're 12 in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that picture was actually that picture. I oh, let me see the picture, Kelly. Oh yeah, that picture I've used for comedy for like the last nine, eight, eight nine years. That was taken by my ex-wife Daniela on her uh, iPhone six, I think, or iPhone five, something like that. Uh, uh, well, we were just we were just having lunch, but I just really liked that photo, and I was like, "That's a great photo," and it's still my Facebook picture today. Uh, it still gets put on flyers. Huh? Show the book again. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, no, the front. Keep yeah. going, Tara. I'm just saying that it's, it's still the picture I use for a lot of promotional material. Uh, just because I like the way it looks. It, like, it, it gives you everything you need to know about me. Like, it's kind of got the sly smile. It's got one eyebrow up. And it just says, like, hey, be careful. You know, I might say something crazy. Here's what the inside looks like. It's a lot of pages, but... Yeah, it does look thick. But it's a, that binding it's isn't broken, which means you ain't read none of that. Nah, then you just see me taking out the package. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's but it's thick. However, it is big words and um, a lot of spacing. So I appreciate that. That makes it a little easier to read. Oh, look, he's got a Chiron that says Amazon.com unclaimed dashes. <laughs> which, by the way, if you search Amazon.com unclaimed dashes, it is the first one that pops up. And Yay. I am supremely proud of that. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Congratulations, Terry. Congratulations. Good job, Congratulations. Kelly. I need it signed. Jesus blesses me. I don't have a signature. I don't have a signature. So show, the, show the show the name up closer. By Terry, let me see the by Terry one. There you go. Hey, there you go. Novel it's by a novel. Terry Wayne. It's a novel. This isn't like some. Uh, it's not some tell-all book, you know. <laughs> so one day I'll read a couple of pages. Some stories are true. Some are embellished. It's up to you to decide which one's which. Hey man, so all of our five hundred million eight hundred sixty-five thousand seven hundred and two point five followers and viewers that we have every single week if y'all really fuck with us if y'all really love us man go to amazon.com risa and mom go and get un- get unclaimed ashes <laughs> you got to make me mess up my whole computer get unclaimed ashes well do you know what do you know where the title came from though 
just let us know. Uh, it, it was when uh, my father had somewhat of a fall from grace. Um, uh, so he had to look for work outside the church for a while, uh, which is all the stories in the book. Um, you know, I, I don't like to broadcast them. We've never talked about them here. Uh, we might talk about them tonight. I don't know. But uh, but no, it, 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 he had to go work for a funeral home. And he worked for a funeral home, you know, uh, not just not just doing funerals and, and you know, things like that. Uh, but also he was selling funeral provisions for older folks. And I used to go to work with him sometimes. Obviously, sometimes when you're a kid, it's the summertime. You got to go to work with your parents or whatever. Uh, but there was a closet. And I remember I was just wandering around the place and I. I opened the closet and it was filled with all these little boxes and every box had a name on it and every box had a number on it. And I said, and I remember asking my dad, what are those? And he goes, Oh, those are unclaimed dashes. Meaning people that had been cream uh, cremated mm -hmm. and nobody had come to pick them up. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was, the thing is you didn't have to pay for it. All you had to do was come and pick them up. And yet there was nobody that would even come and pick them up for right. free and take right. them away. And I remember being like 11, 12 years old. And I remember being heartbroken by that, that, that there's nobody in the world that even wants to pick up your free box of ashes for whatever reason. Uh, so if that puts in the mindset, that's what the book is about. The book essentially is about, no matter how life your heart is, I mean, no matter how hard your life is, if you don't end up as an unclaimed ashes box, you're doing pretty good. All right. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. I'm excited to dig into it. Um, you're welcome. Learn a little bit more about you. So then well, I'm going to have a lot of questions, huh? I'm well, an onion. You got to peel it back the layers. I'm just going to say, other than that, how, how else have you been doing, Kelly? I've been good. Like I said, glowing and growing. Can't complain. Gotcha. All right. Jay Rihanna. Oh, just it really excited. Uh, ozone season ends tonight at midnight. So <laughs> a lot of stress will hopefully be taken off of me. Um, so that's been my main focus and getting ready for this audit. You are literally the only person. And I've met a lot of people in my life through a lot of different things, but you're the only person in my entire life that has ever cared about ozone season. So <laughs> that's your spot right there. I, I will pick I, up I, your box of ashes. I agree. <laughs> you know, if for no other reason than that, like she cared about the ozone and y'all players didn't care about nothing, you know? Trying to help with climate change and global warming, but nobody wants I appreciate wants, you for it. You know? But yeah, so that's what I'm excited about it in tonight. Whew. It's been a long summer. Mm. So, yeah. Shout out to the ozone. Uh, I, I get out. <laughs> Terry Wayne. Oh, I'm just an old man. Hurt myself at work today. So I'm sitting here in agony. But, you know, I'm, I'm Gen X. We soldier on. So, you know, I'm here with you. Sounds but my good. hip is on fire. <laughs> All right. You can take no good medicine? 
Uh, no, I don't believe in pills. That's, oh, okay. that's one thing I don't believe in. Uh, read the book. You'll know why. Um, Have you tried a chiropractor? Uh, no, I haven't tried a, a chiropractor. What I have started trying to do is uh, what they call a cold plunge. Um, a cold plunge is basically where you fill your bathtub up with uh, ice and water, get it as cold as it can be, and then stay in there for as long as you can stand. And it's supposed to reduce inflammation, and that's been working really well. Um, as I get older, I've been doing that. And uh, the uh, what's the other thing? Uh, deprivation tanks, uh, which is where they put you in a saltwater tub and they close the door. And you're in total, like you're you're naked and you're in total blackness. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything. And you're floating in water that's the same temperature as you. And it kind of shuts your brain off. Uh, those two things have, have worked remarkably well. And I'm not like a hippy-dippy, you know, kind of dude. But I can't, I can't deny results. Those two things have really worked, you know. We're so used to hot showers and things that uh, I forget what it was. The guy said to me, he's like, uh, he's like a comfortable body is a weak body. You know, uh, we don't, we don't challenge ourselves enough. We don't challenge our, our bodies enough. He's like, most people should take cold showers at least two times a week just to reinvigorate your system to what it's like because and it made sense to me because you know if you if you were living out in the wild and you were just roaming from place to place you know you're gonna bathe in a, a river somewhere you don't get to control the temperature so you just kind of have to go with it you know so i don't know that just made sense to me sorry i'm getting off on a ramble well i'm doing fine let's get into the topic <laughs> um you're the host nobody cares yeah um, all right, so I'm going to share my screen. So for those of y'all who are listening and watching, um, I'm going to, uh, so I, I wanted to talk about something that one of our 500, our number one, 500 million, 62 million thousand, whatever. Um, wow. Is that much in the follower? They, they, they suggested a topic. So shout out to them. And they, um, Awesome. They, wanted, they, they wanted to talk. They wanted to talk about pastors and preachers backtracking, like preaching one thing and then, you know, later down the line, I guess, not so much contradicting yourself, but just no longer, I guess, believing what you once said and 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 now teaching something else. Um, the excellent topic. So right, and so and 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 so the reason why I have bless you. The reason why I have can pastors slash preachers backtrack, because I want to ask it in two different ways. One in reference to preachers in general, like you, you could preach at a you know mega fest or whatever, like a big conference. You could preach as a guest at somebody's church, but then you also have like a pastor who's like teaching you know a flock or a congregation ongoing, you know, and then also backtracking. So just to give. Um, the two, uh, I guess, two quick examples. I did want to watch because I actually never watched the, the. This came from the whole Creflo Dollar, um, I guess, situation with him in tie and, and I guess going back on what he taught about tithing. And I, I never seen it or heard anything about it, but this is where she got the question from. So uh, I'm gonna share my screen so we can watch the video. But for those of y'all who are listening and watching, uh, we're getting ready to watch this is even dollar. better i was about to go off just on the topic all alone but it's better with a video 
Yeah, we're getting ready to watch uh, Creflo Dollar, um, I guess, backtracking on his original teachings of, I guess, tithing. So, All right. And then this yeah. this, ne- this next one is Juanita Bynum. Um, at one point, she – well, here, I'll just play it. I think it's important to know – for me to know what song it was that played the first time. I can freaking like I I just I know Jermaine okay. Dupree. I can freaking Okay, I got you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember. I was trying to remember what song yeah. it was. Okay. It, yeah, it's 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 an old cut. It sounds like the I guess what you call it just must use that same beat, but go ahead. Yeah. I think it's used on Usher's new song. Yeah, the new song like that's the new song. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, yeah, I think yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be like a kilo Ali or something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, okay. Usher, Usher don't even sing. The Usher don't even sing that originally. He's just singing that on their song, but he's not. Right. Even okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. I've heard that recently. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, so so with Creflo Dollar, I guess at one point, you know, or all his life, he's been preaching tithe and offering. I'm, I'm sure the normal way. That has been preaching. Apparently, now he's saying something different. Which we didn't watch the full video to try to see what that full message was. What's up? Pause. Now, Creflo Dollar was a prosperity preacher, right? Yes. Am I right in that? I mean, yeah. that's what he, that's what he's known as, yeah. Yeah. Right. He, like I said, a, so I don't he's know. He's a can, seed seed faith preacher. That's what they call it. So I don't know if we can say normal preaching. I think no. we gotta talk about the type of preacher he was as it related to tithes. Um, which is well, okay, which is fine, but but just to paint the picture, so the type of preaching that he did as far as with tithing his whole his whole ministry or his whole life, he's now backtracking on, and then as well as with Juanita Bynum. Well, and what, let's, hold on, well, let's Terry, get Terry, right. Terry, 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 wait one second, just let me finish, and then you can okay. you can correct you can correct me. Um, and then with Juanita Bynum, um, she at one point was preaching against you know listening to secular music and then being able to minister, but then later down the line. She's, you know, jamming to secular music at her birthday party, you know, so. So I will have to ask one thing before you go, Terry. I say it's two separate incidents because I got two separate thoughts. For sure. 100%. So let's start with Creflo. Go ahead, Terry. Well, no, Creflo Dollar was uh, what they call it, a seed faith uh, minister uh, or televangelist, which is give me your money, sow your seed into the church and God will return it to you fourfold. That's straight from the scripture. Uh, but a lot of times it's been manipulated by a lot of people. Uh, I can give you half a dozen examples uh, of to how that's been manipulated by, you know, the ways of the world, the ways of man, so on and so forth, uh, just to get folks money, you know, uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know the woman that you brought up the second time, and I've, I've got very little opinion about what she's saying. But um, when it comes to, you know, promising people returns on their money, like, you, you kind of painted yourself into a corner here. You know, you can't ask for people's money and say that they're going to get it back fourfold and then not deliver because again you're not god you know you're just supposed to be a servant of it so i i've always been against the the seed faith uh preachings you know if you want to give 
yeah, I've always been more like, if you want to be a preacher, that's fine. And if you want to be televised, that's fine. Just give to the church whatever you think the church might need. Don't ever promise anything in return. Don't ever promise a return on their money. You know, if that's God's will to do it, then let God do it and stop getting involved. Because once you give people hope, they're going to lean on you for it. And when that hope dissipates, you're actually going to do more harm than good. So I so I think we've talked about prosperity preachers before. We have. Yep. In that, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the general consensus was that we didn't agree with that approach to tithing. Um, I would say <coughs> that it takes, I, I appreciate uh, Creflo a dollar being able to, as he said, stand in humility um, and say that his teachings are incorrect. Um, I think that that takes now, and it looks like, the white, the white man who was in the midst of the, <laughs> was trying to give us some conspiracy on why he was backtracking. Mm. Um, <laughs> which That's I me, I'm the white man. <laughs> when it wasn't you this time. But I may go back and listen just to see it. But I think it takes, you know, um, a, you know, a space of humility to be able to, to do that. Um, we've all seen, we've all made mistakes. Um, pastors aren't perfect. My dad is... Almost, but not perfect. No, um, pastors are most certainly not perfect. Right. You know, and so for him to be able to stand and say, I was wrong. Now, I'm just going in the context of what we're talking about, why he was wrong. I, I don't know all the particulars and all of this and why he changed. I don't know. But just in general, to be able to stand in front of your congregation and say, hey, I was wrong. Um, you know, God has corrected me, you know, I, I think is great. So I don't think the question is, can pastors, preachers backtrack? If the Lord has shown them differently, then humble yourselves enough to be able to stand in front of your congregation to say, hey, I was wrong. Um, I think as Terry said earlier, people interpret things different way. We all had, a, you know, same scripture, but preachers interpret different scriptures different way. Um, my issue is not can pastors backtrack. As a member of the church, do I continue to allow you to lead me? <laughs> mm. That's the question. And, and real, real quick, real quick, just to what you said in reference to um, Kelly, in reference to what Creflo Dollar, I guess, said, a real quick little synopsis that I just put up here via BT.com. <laughs> well, I'm just stating the source so you know people know where it comes from. But Creflo Dollar, who famously campaigned to raise funds for a $65 million private jet is speaking out against tithing. According to Christian Post, the televangelist said during a sermon on July 3rd, I would argue that tithing, this is what he said, I would argue that tithing isn't required or even encouraged for believers in Jesus Christ. So, right. So for me, who gave towards your $65 million private jet um, and all of the other delicacies that he had in life, promising me that if I give to him, give to the church, that I will get this, that, or whatever. And as his member, I, you know, believed him. I trusted him. Um, right. I Can he backtrack? Yes. Do I appreciate that? Yes. Do I continue to trust him and allow him to follow me? That's another question. Lead you. Right. Um, yeah. Thank you. And me follow him, allow mm -hmm. him to lead me. Thank mm -hmm. you. Um, right. That's, that's a totally different conversation. 
Um, because like you said, all the CDs, all this, all the content, man, people probably spent hundreds and thousands of dollars <laughs> trusting you and your teachings. Um, and I can imagine that you knew your behind was wrong way before now. But I'm real curious to hear what he was teaching about tithing because tithing and sowing seeds is still even two different things. You know what I'm saying? Like tithing, well, tithing is almost more or less like the the obligation. Like you get this and then you give a tenth of your whatever. But as opposed right. to as opposed to you know, hey, sow this seed and, and you know and, and and sacrifice for me to get this, and then as a result of you blessing the man of God. You know, then you'll gotta bless you. Like to me, that's that's different. So if he's teaching differently on tithing, to me, that doesn't necessarily mean he's not still teaching about the sowing of the seed for a sixty-five million dollar jet. Well, he's not, in fact, because he's not teaching about tithing. Uh tithing is something that is ordained by the Bible. It specifically says ten percent of your income should go to the church to support the church. That's not what Creflo Dollar has ever taught about. Like that, that was something that was just supposed to be a guaranteed income is the, the church, the income of the church should be 10% of its, of its members. That's it. What that's, that's not what seed faith is. Seed faith is offering. Because it's tithe and offering. Tithe is what you're supposed to do every single week, mathematically. Offering is supposed to be your personal decision about what you give up mm. to help, you know, to help the church progress. Uh, and, and, and seed faith literally, I mean, it just goes off of the offering side of that. It doesn't want your 10%. It wants the maximum amount of what you can give. So to Terry's point, I do agree with that because I went to a church in Houston. It's a very well-known uh, pastor. and No names. Uh, <laughs> me and my cousin didn't know, you know what we were going to. Someone just recommended the church to us. She had moved to Houston trying to find a church. So we go and like the entire service is about this church campaign to raise millions of dollars and they have like these different levels that you can give and the lowest level that you could give was a thousand dollars and it just goes up from there you know five thousand ten twenty five fifty whatever whatever and i was sitting in here the whole time like they had like testimonies of people who had given like twenty five thousand dollars and then god blessed them with this huge house or a car or these things like this and me and allison were sitting there like um, mm. this is weird. And then the preacher came in, he preached for like, I wouldn't even say preach, you know, he spoke uh, regarding this church campaign for like 20 minutes and then he was out. And, you know, like everything about the service was just about this campaign. And I right. was just, it was a, it was a turn off. There was right. not much about Jesus mm -hmm. outside of if you, pledge at least a thousand dollars he will bless you substantially mm, right so that is a thing well and and let me throw this out there because and i it's going to take a second and i'm sorry uh but i i do want to throw this out there that um when you when you do offering campaigns like that a lot of times it goes to the church okay not to the pastor it goes to the church 
Okay, so it depends on the way the church is set up. If the church has a board of trustees, right, then they decide what the pastor gets paid. He has a salary like anybody else. So if Creflo Dollar is out there uh, campaigning for a $65 million plane and the church decides to give the money to buy that plane it, and it belongs to the church, that's I, I honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that because to me, that's just another asset. It's an asset that the church owns. It's not going to depreciate in value dramatically, right? Like it's a plane, so obviously it's going to depreciate somewhat. It's $65 million brand new. But if you sell it three years from now, it's still going to be worth $55 million at bare minimum. You know what I mean? So as long as it's not the church, I mean, as long as it's not the pastor's possession, I'm fine with it. Because then it's just another asset that the church owns because churches own lots of assets. And that's fine. Just as long as it's not enriching one person or the other, then that's where you get into the evil sect of it is when it's enriching one person or the other. Uh, so, I mean, it is kind of a mixed bag. But, I mean, honestly, just based on my personal experience, like the the church can turn on a pastor just as quickly as a pastor can turn on the church. I've seen it in my life. And if you don't know that, read the book, Unclaimed Ashes. You know, uh, like the church can turn on you just as quickly as you'll turn on the church, you know. So... I mean, it's 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 a very precarious position to be put in, but I I just go back to the Bible and and it says that you know like the fruit of your tree. The fruit of your tree will, you know, that will define uh, how well you've been blessed or how well you haven't been. So Creflo Dollar yeah. might have been petitioning for a $65 million plane, but now he's back here backtracking, saying, oh no, maybe I might've been wrong about that. But to me, if you're, if you're asking me as a person, I'm saying he saw the backlash that came from it, and then he adjusted in a political way, and he says, you know what? Everything that I said, and just based on the video that you produced, Rudy, uh, or that that you brought to the podcast, he said that I was wrong about that, and you should throw out every book and every uh, tape and everything that I've ever put out about that, and just forget all that. But to me, the first thing I hear as a skeptic is, "Oh, you want me to throw out everything I've ever paid for from you and buy new stuff now?" You want me to buy the new stuff now and throw out everything I've already paid for. That's a good point. To me, that just seems like a scheme. Well, it I seems mean, like another scheme. I mean, yes and no. I mean, for one, I think they was gonna buy new stuff regardless. But when it comes down to the once again for me, maybe but once again for me, like I don't I don't I don't make the two synonymous as far as changing his preaching about tithing and changing his preaching about raising funds because it's still two different things. Like I can, I can 
I can change my teaching on, on my belief on tithing and have you throw out the new stuff and buy the buy the new stuff on that. But that does not mean that I will never say, okay, hey, if you sow a thousand dollars, God or whatever, because that because that has that's not tithing. You sowing a seed of, of, a, of a certain number is not tithing. That's just you sowing a seed. So that's what I'm saying. To me, that's two different things. So I'm I I, I would be interested. Well, I'm not I'm not I, I we didn't we didn't listen to the whole video, so I, I would have to listen to the sermon I'll and, and, and hear and hear I would have to listen to the sermon and hear his correction to to be able to determine where he went with it. But to me, I don't necessarily automatically group them together. And even going back to Kelly's point in reference to uh, do I still follow this pastor? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that's a very good point. Because well, once I'll a few verbatim, Terry, 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 my, right. my, my mouth is still moving. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. So the, 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 cause even when it comes down to the whole pastors and preachers thing, like uh, you can, you can go to a conference or go to a, you know, a, a revival or whatever like that. And a preacher who's not your pastor, you can hear them say something. You know what I'm saying, but you can, Janessa, please mute yourself. Yeah, you can, you can, you can. Uh, it was you can, good. <laughs> it's you not can, me this time. You can, <laughs> you can hear, you can hear them say something, and it, and it, you know, you, and you can take it or leave it or whatever like that. But it's a totally different story when it's your pastor who's like teaching, like this is how you should function, this is how you should operate, and. You know, making a decision on that, like, I mean, I think that's a really big deal because it doesn't depend on what they backtracked on. Like, is it the music? Because a lot of people, like with Juanita Bynum, people may be more willing to stay now that she backtracked on the whole music thing. You know what I'm saying? Because they be feeling like, oh, I've been I've been listening to music and, you know, ministering this whole time anyway. So I'm glad she's on our side as opposed to something like tithing. You know, it could be a totally different story. Like now, you saying, "Wait, don't pay tithe," because if he's saying "don't pay tithes," like he's obviously not going to put his church, his mega church, in position to go broke. I'm sure he definitely ain't telling people, "No, nah, just keep your money in your pockets." Like they paying something. It just maybe just maybe different the way they're going about it. I don't know. Once again, we didn't hear the sermon, but you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he's not getting ready to downgrade to a tent. Let it's, me let me give you a verbatim, right? Because I've I've been speaking out against Creflo Dollar for what like eighteen months on this uh, podcast, and the the one video that struck me that made me do that was him saying verbatim. He looked right in the camera, and I can send you the video. He looked right in the camera, and he says, "Hey, you're out there. You only got a thousand dollars in the bank. You're trying to get into the house. You can't get in a house with a thousand dollars. You can't get in there." Right. You're trying to get into the apartment, but you're trying to get in the house. You can barely get into the apartment, but you're trying to get in the house. It's better to take that thousand dollars and sow your seed in your faith. And hope for the Lord to give you the house. To me, that's irresponsible. That's irresponsible on a mathematical level. That's irresponsible on an economical level. That's irresponsible on a but that's level. but that's my whole but that's my whole point. So him, but him changing his his teaching about tithing doesn't necessarily change his teaching about that because that is that that is that it's not it's not like he's saying like you if you only have a thousand dollars and you you still give the ten percent. He's no. saying he's saying so the whole thousand dollars and that. Is not a synonymous teaching with tithing because that's no, not. No, I'll tithing. tell you what it doesn't change. It doesn't change the people's lives that believed him 
and believed in God and believed in Jesus. Nobody and believed in this false prophet and sent them their money. Nobody and they got let him fucked over and then took away the opportunities they that. had. I mean, he's a, he's a heretic. Do you understand? What, what not the, only does he not bring people to the Lord, he pushes them away from the Lord. But this is okay. All that's fine. This is what I'm saying. You, you, you changing your teaching about tithing doesn't doesn't make you less of a heretic and all the other stuff. That's is which is my point. Like. I, I don't I don't feel like just because he's changing what he's teaching about tithing will make him no longer campaign, you know, for a jet or for the church to get new roofing or whatever the case may be. Like, because because sowing the seed, y'all get in line if you're giving a thousand dollars, y'all get in line if you're giving a hundred dollars. Like, none of that had anything to do with a tithing system. You feel what I'm saying? That was just people saying, "Hey, make this sacrifice for the church," and and I'm believing that God will bless you to if you if you make this sacrifice. But that that's not tithing. So what I'm saying is he can still be doing if it's in a corrupt way, something corrupt or even if it's in a non corrupt way, you can still be teaching something as far as people giving and sowing seeds and we'll give you this in return and making all these promises or false promises. You can still do that even if you're teaching tithing differently, because you could just be saying, well, maybe it ain't 10 percent. Maybe it's only five. Whatever, yeah, and you can but, make excuses for Jeffrey Dahmer too. But I'll tell you this: the Bible says very specifically, those first in line in heaven are first in line on earth will be last in line in heaven, and those last in line on earth will be first in line in heaven. In which case, Creflo Dollar has secured his place in hell where he belongs. I'm sorry, but that's what I believe. I, I don't want to issues the name of God what, who, to who's enrich himself. What and is enrich those around him, and he has done it in the most corrupt way, and he deserves everything that God's going to give him. Period. End of discussion. So yeah, so my question is, Terry, um, <laughs> I don't disagree with you at all. I don't think I, anybody does. I yeah, don't, I don't, and, I, and I see that you've gotten very passionate about it. I don't like televangelists, man. I just don't like them. Do you Period. have a a personal story, a personal connection? No, it's not a personal connection. I can just see the evil in them. They're just using religion to enrich themselves. And that's the worst thing you can do to a person, I believe. I believe the worst thing you can do to a person is, is use all the goodness that they have in their heart and all the goodness that they believe in the world against them to take what little they have. They're not robbing billionaires, you know what I mean? Because billionaires are too smart to fall for this. They're not robbing Donald Trump. They're not robbing political figures. They're robbing normal human beings that worked at Walmart for their whole life. And all they got is 2000 bucks in the bank. And they're taking half of it for their own gain. There, to me, right. it's to me to take that money from those innocent, stupid people that don't know any better. I'm sorry, and I hate to say it, but like, anybody who gives about? money to these people, I feel the same way about them as anybody who fell from the Nigerian email print scam. You know, the, the emails that the, the 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 prince of Nigeria sent, like. To me, they're the same. They are literally the same. So I, I, I'm with you until you call them stupid. <laughs> um, because I think with that, and so well, two things. One, I think 
what Rudy was saying, and Rudy, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. is that we don't know if he has completely changed. Our hope is that um, he has he has retracting all of his previous um, statements or teachings about giving money to the church in general. But he could say, right, I'm wrong about tithing, but still with the offering piece, or you giving me the $1,000 and, you know, and trusting the Lord for a house, he may still be doing that. We don't know all the particulars. So I think that's what Rudy was saying. And then I missed my point. Then I forgot my point that I was going to say. <laughs> But because because once again I'm 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 tying it back into the the topic as far as them being able to backtrack. You know what I'm saying? It's not even so much it, 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 who's robbing who. It's just in the in the sense of him being able to backtrack. What I'm saying. Is, go ahead. I remember. So my issue though with Terry is when you called them stupid, and I and I get what you're trying to say, but I think again, and even relating it back to the question, is why people go to church in the first place why people find church as that place of covering that safe haven, that place where they can go and lay their burdens down. And so I think for some people, especially those people, like you said, who only have a thousand or two thousand dollars in the bank, who live paycheck to paycheck, who work at Walmart, you know, when you talk about those those people, they are going to church vulnerable and naked and expecting for a blessing they have entrusted themselves um, to this pastor. Um, who, like False you said, prophets. has taken right to this pastor, right? Who False has prophets. false prophets who have then taken advantage of them. Right. Um, so I don't want to call them stupid. I think it's 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 maybe naivety. What's the word? Naivete. Yeah. Naivete. Thank you. <laughs> um, in terms of again, you the church is supposed to be, I mean, historically, the church is supposed to be this place where I can go and be open and vulnerable and lay my burdens down and, and pray. And there is this vessel of the Lord that speaks through the Lord, speaks through them to me. Um, I can say, and it's unfortunate that, I mean, it's unfortunate that even Creflo Dollar has the, the church size that he has with the teachings that he has. Like, cause he don't have no small church now. And did he get that $65 million jet? No. Yeah, he did. Right. So somebody yeah. gave him something to get that 65, 000, 65 yeah, million. Yeah, I know. You know yeah. who gave him you know? that? All the naivete people you're talking about. So, right, but but you but but there had to have been something that he was given for them to to even entrust him to do that. Because we also know a lot of churches that don't, and I'm saying that it was right, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And maybe his false prophetness, maybe his evil spirits connect <laughs> with people in this way that he can draw people in. I don't know. I agree with you. I don't think it's right. Well, um, let me tell you right now, the, the thing that makes me believe in atheism more than anything else is the prosperity of people like that, right? Because you would think, you would think that a God that wrote down in the Bible, you know, as a verbatim, as a law, you know, whatsoever you do to the least of them, you do unto me. And then you have grifters and absolute charlatans come out and beg for money from the least of them. Under the guise of faith, under the guise of God's law, under the guise of God's blessing, and then steal their money away for selfish and self-indulgent reasons, and they don't get smited? Really? Really? Well, 
you know, Pharaoh wanted to build the pyramids, so he enslaved the Egyptians. Yeah, he got to build the pyramids, but you saw the plagues that came behind it. Egyptian. Go ahead. But one thing... I'm sorry, the Jewish. I'm sorry. He didn't slave the Egyptians. He slaved the Jewish people to build his Egyptian monuments, but he got plagued with those, you know. Go go ahead, Janice. They suffered because of it. And Creflo Dollar has not suffered. He's just changed his, he's just changed his parameters. And now he's saying, yeah, I was wrong. Don't for, disregard my old tapes, disregard my old teachings, my old books. Now buy my new tapes and my new books and my new this. He ain't broke. He ain't starving. He's not living as a mother. But the people that follow him are. Okay. Go ahead, Janessa. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Just got to leave. I'm it. sorry. Did I get too real? Did I get too real? When I see somebody use somebody's faith against them, was it's not about when it's in not a about vulnerable being, position. They're looking for help and they use it against them. It just be, I lose my fucking right. mind. I understand it, but so but my suggestion to you is, I mean, you should definitely because see, my this I guess this is my problem when it comes down to what you're talking about specifically, like. We we can we can blame we can get mad at just say the people who get on whether it's TV whether it's at the church whatever like that and and ask for all this money but it seems like the ones who 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 speak out about whatever it is they want even if it's money th- that's what they get but the ones who don't you know who speak against the people who are doing this like it's it's always on a smaller level like it's conversations like these or it's or it's a pastor who's at a church that you know isn't on that same level and i you know to to me i feel like it's what you're talking about is not necessarily it's it's not the discussion as far as backtracking it's the discussion as far as you know you or whoever addressing these particular you know pastors or whoever and and how they're doing things and saying hey i think y'all should do xybz but in reference to him being able to backtrack and, and Kelly, you were correct in, in, in what I was saying. Like he him him backtracking with, with tithing, Terry, does not mean that he will stop being a televangelist, is, is the point that I'm making. Like he 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 can very well still keep doing that without um you know with, with without saying that tithing is the same thing as you know what has been taught. So him asking for money, I think I think people will, you know, even everybody who's following him and giving money isn't necessarily broke or living with their mom. Well, like there's there's people who, there's people who have money who are also giving because of like Kelly said, for whatever reason, what maybe you know his gift, you know, is is so talented that they can't really see past it or whatever. But people aren't continuing to fund something, you know what I'm saying? Like like especially no, no. If especially I, I if they're saying. especially if they're actually giving it you know it's one no, thing no. if they were like I, no I get what if they were la- laundering money you know out of their accounts or something but like there's there's something that's making it give and I think that can continue to happen but in reference to the whole backtracking thing and I'm going I'm closing off of this in reference to Kelly's point once again I think one of the biggest questions if not the biggest question is can you still follow the pastor that did backtrack sure. Because sure, you absolutely can. once once again on Juanina Bynum's side, 
she backtracked on the whole music thing, which her backtrack is almost like, well, this is what we wanted to do in the first place. So we're glad you're on board with Creflo Dollar. His is more or less, like I said, on the money side where it's a little bit more sticky. Um, but and, and that that I think cuts the trust more with you saying like, hey, my teaching on tithing has been wrong as opposed to me saying you can listen to secular music. It is OK. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's it's no, like, I get which, which 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 preacher, you know, would you follow? Are they both just as equally wrong or is it or is it subject matter? No, I, based? I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I totally appreciate the nuance between the two. There is a different nuance between the two. I think that that pastors should totally be allowed to update and uh, reevaluate given uh, new information, new knowledge, new uh, cultures, things like that. Be uh, I mean, my father from the day I was born, he, he always taught me like God gave you a brain to use. Don't sit on it. You know what I mean? Which means to, to me always meant like just keep evolving, keep learning, keep doing new things, you know, keep keep evolving who you are, but keep God in the middle of it. That's it. So I, with the woman, I totally understand if she wants to dance, that's fine. I, I mean, my parents were Pentecostal when they got married. Dancing was not allowed at their reception. Do you understand that? Like. It was not allowed. Even if it was Christian music, it didn't matter. Dancing was not allowed. Women were not allowed to wear pants or makeup or or be sexual in any way. I mean, it was closer to Sharia law than it is to modern day Christianity. You understand? Like, so I, I completely get that. But the problem that I face is when I come against the, the Creflo dollars. And when you say, can he change? Uh, yeah, he can change. He can change. He can devote his life to the thing that he said that he devoted his life to. The same way the disciples did. Did the disciples carry their nets around with them and continue to be fishermen? No, they became fisher of men. That's what they became. They gave up their livelihood to do this. They gave up their livelihood for God. They didn't come to God for their livelihood. Do you understand? So yeah, when Creflo Dollar turns around and says, you know what? I'm doing things different now. Buy the new books, buy the new tapes, buy the new thing, support the new thing. No, you're not doing anything different. You're just doing the same thing with a different name. That's it. You're pulling the same scam on the same people that are trying to believe in something real and you're just doing it with a new name. Do I care about the, the, the female pastor that danced to the music that she said was bad? No, because you're allowed to change your opinions on that. And it depends on the music. Was it DMX or was it Beyonce? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it really depends. Was it empowering or was it not empowering? You, you know, you're allowed to change your opinions on stuff like that, but you're not allowed to change your heart on where your intentions are. And I don't think Creflo Dollar's intentions have changed whatsoever. I think he's just changed the path to the same end that he wanted, which was to get your money from you to him and leave God out of it. Gotcha. Janessa, what about you? You think um, you think. Uh, you can follow a pastor that has backtracked. 
So I think uh, at the end of the day, it's really, it boils down to personal convictions um, because I'm not 100% convinced personally that you can lis can't listen to secular music and be a Christian. What what did she say? You can't serve in the church or something. yeah, basically like yeah, it's okay to it's not okay to listen to yeah music. The and, audio and, was a little and serve <laughs> and serve and preach and sing in the choir and all that stuff. You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's like in the Bible that if you listen to secular music and serve in the church, you're going to hell, like verbatim. Um, but that might be a personal conviction because mm -hmm. listening to secular music makes you think certain things or make you want to do certain things. Like it may, you know, but somebody else might be able to hear a, you know, secular song and it don't make them feel no type of way. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a stumbling block for them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I feel like with one Juanita Bynum, I feel like she kind of she's going through some personal stuff. Um, I know, and I just Googled it to just make sure. Ten years ago, <clears throat> she went on to V103, Frank Ski and Wanda Smith show, I think mm -hmm. that's what their name was. Mm -hmm. And basically was saying that she used to do drugs, she used to have relationships with men and women. Mm -hmm. And like it was a big deal when she said all these things because everybody knows her as like the mm -hmm. Juanita uh, Bynum. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just kind of showing me, you know, she's grown clearly over the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, but it just kind of shows me that she's personally been going through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's some of the things she preaches about are based off what her own personal situation, her own personal convictions. And I think that's why it's important for all of us to know God for ourselves, first and foremost. And then in terms of this topic, when you are in a situation where, you know, the pastor comes saying he's changing his teachings, whatever it may be, you know, it's on us as the parishioners to make the decision. Are we going to continue to follow this person or not? Yeah. Uh, because if enough people say, yeah, no, then that person's not going to have the strong platform that he used to have. Mm -hmm. But as long as we continue to support these uh, pastors or ministries or whatever, they will continue to thrive. And I think part of it is just the way church it, churches is set up. You know, like, honestly, at least legally and, and via the government, churches have a lot of free reign on how they can just operate. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, it just kind of, I don't know. Well, I, I agree with everything that Janessa said, um, with the exception of one thing, and that is that uh, people in the church um, have their, their choice of whether they support it or not. And they, I mean, yes, obviously they do get to choose what they support and what they don't support. But there is a lot of social pressure in the church. Be like, oh, I, I see I've contributed to the church uh, rebuilding fund uh, that we had. You know? But and to it, your and it but feels, to that point, there's a lot of social pressure that comes but, with that. But that's why I'm saying, first and foremost, you got to know God for yourself. Right. You got to know. I, you gotta I agree know with that. So 
if if that's the case, like if I if somebody comes to me and say you haven't been paying to the church, whatever, 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 fine. I know that's not my personal conviction. I know that's not going to stop me from going to heaven. I'm not concerned about you. So right. I personally can either not be concerned about you. And if I am so pressed about it, I can find a new church. There's a church on every other street. And that's what I'm saying. It's got to get to the point where you just make that decision. I'm not going to support. I'm going to completely leave this church. I'm going to go find a place that aligns more with what I believe in. And I feel like that's just what doesn't happen more often. But we do have the option to do it. And what I was going to say before you had started talking is that, so say churches, you know, you have your trustee boards and your whatever, whatever, whatever's. Sure, sure. Now I lost my train of thought. Just that. I'm sorry. I I hope I didn't cause that. Well, why? Well. No, well, go ahead. Why you gather your, your your thought, Kelly? What did you decide if you could follow your pastor if they backtrack? I think I think it depends on what it was about. I think it depends on what the situation was. I think it depends on their spirit, um, and kind of how I feel about it. I think it's a case by case, uh, it's a case by case situation. What about, so? What about the case with the two cases that we have with Juanita Bottom and Juanita Bottom? I got a lot of thoughts on that, but we're running out of time. I think that could have been two separate things. So I'm going to leave that one alone for now. Um, Creflo O'Dollar, I probably wouldn't have been a member of the church in the first place. Again, I appreciate him if he's, if he's sincere. Mm. Um, and we don't know. But if he's sincere, I appreciate that. But mm. I probably wouldn't have been a part of his church in the first place. I remember what I was going to say. If you, Go forward, if you want... If, Hold on, no, 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 wait, no, 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 wait, 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 Legend us to go, legend us to go, legend us to go, because I wanted to forget. All right, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that within the church, there's not really a universal accountability system. And I'm not saying there should be. I'm just saying that the way churches are set up with the, the excessive amount of freedom is that there's not. So Creflo Dollar, you know, on his, I'm assuming, free will made this revelation to his um congregation but unless there's some type of you know you're going to apologize but then you're going to be set down for some time period mm-hmm. you're going to have to go through uh ministry training on tithing at mm-hmm. a seminary school. like that part we don't see often in churches mm-hmm. anywhere right, <laughs> you right, know right, what i'm right. saying no that's real and, because there's no like universal, it's not like there's a government of churches, mm-hmm. you know, that regulates mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's no HR department mm-hmm. of churches, you know what it I really mean? Is, though. Right. Um, right. That's, right. I think that's what also makes these situations and incidences kind of hard to deal with, or you have to deal with them on a case by case basis. Um, because I think, you know, depending on the situation, the teach, you know, depending on the teachings, there may be a way for a pastor to reemerge in a pulpit, but I don't think that you get to say sorry and there's no proof of any extra efforts or anything like that and keep preaching. Like, mm. but oftentimes that's how churches function. No, that's real. No, that's no, I that's I, what I was trying to say, and I'm glad I remembered. <laughs> no, I concur 100%. 100%. Um, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm just in retort. Uh, 
The, if you say something about Creflo Dollar stealing money one more time, I'm cutting you I, off. I'm, I'm not. You know. I've already okay. said it. I've already okay. said it. Okay. Uh, as a as a report to your your preacher being accountable, your preachers are absolutely accountable. There are Christian councils all over the country that hold them accountable. I know. I had to some speak. I had to speak all. to one. When I was yeah. eleven years old, yeah, that, that but that's if that like, church is under that Christian council. What she right. say? What she's saying is there's well, not that a. Well, that was the Church of God, which is right. the main but, church. But, but in what America. she but what but what she said was there's not a universal one for all churches. So well, it, I so, understand that anybody can start a church. Anybody, anybody, you could start a church. I could start a church. You, correct. Rudy, you could start a church of the Church of Marijuana that you know connects you to God, and you could be doing it tomorrow, literally. Like it, right. it's it, and it would be tax exempt. It would be everything you want it to be. You would get all the money for free. It really doesn't matter. Like there's so many no accountability, and that's the point. That's the point. That's just there, like yeah, there is no yeah. accountability. Just that's, like there's Kojic and so you, full gospel and Southern Baptist and Methodist. So you got all these things, but there's also a bunch of churches that um, I'm just gonna say that you know there's a bunch of churches that don't have those setups either. And so that's what we're kind of speaking to, because from my understanding, and I could be wrong, I have to look it up. I want to say Creflo Dollar started his own church. Like, that's of his course own he did. thing. He's the so, CEO. So there is no accountability council because he is the he is the CEO. He makes the that's rules. That's right. And that's what I was just saying. But that's the I spent HR 41 years, is, is like I spent 41 years in churches under my father, and I've never heard of a CEO of a church ever, ever in my whole life. I've never heard of one. Until so, I reach Carfalo Dollar. Well, for people who start their own churches, um, I have heard it, but I think the HR department um maybe like you said, the congregation. And if enough people say, nope, not doing it, um, you know, then I think that that's where you see real not I don't even say real change, but real change in the church, not necessarily for the pastor, but in the church is when the members are starting to say, No, nah, this is not it anymore. And then those tithes then often look different. Um, as well, but you can well, find that us. Just seems like an no, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. We're, no, we're it seems no, like no, 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 no. We're done. We're done. Tell, tell, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. No, you can find us on Instagram at the worst ones PK. Um, we had some new content in the last week or so, so check us out. It's coming more frequently. Um, what comes next? Jesus oh, you can watch. <laughs> um, you can watch us. You can find us wherever you find your podcast: Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, YouTube. Type in the Worst Ones Podcast, and you will see us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500 million, 100,302 followers. We love go. you so very much. That's and the third time it's changed in this episode. And go. we appreciate you for your topic today. As you can see, it got very heated and very passionate. Um, and we didn't even get the, we could have talked probably for another hour, but we're not. So thank you, follower. Te technically, technically, the topic didn't get heated. It, it got... It went, to something, it went to something else and got heated, but well, yeah, you opened the door Tales, to <laughs> Terry, Terry and that hip. Terry can't get up, so Terry on, on the road today. I'm stuck in this chair. Right, Terry said, you suck, we all suck. <laughs> so at Princess Kale's 51, it's private.
It's private. All right. Y'all can find me at jrihanna double underscore. It's not private. I mean, it's public, so y'all can find me. <laughs> oh, change that for Keller. Do it for you from now on, Keller. <laughs> That's it. That way, everybody. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> everybody knows. At Terry Wayne Comedy, send me your heat. All right, I want you to send me your heat. All right. Especially Send me heat on the subject. I'm ready. fine with it. I'm fine discussing it with you. Uh, I've done it before. I'll do it again. I've been a pastor's son my whole life. And the one thing that makes me heated more than anything else in this whole world is somebody using Jesus somebody else's Christ. faith. The horse, the horse is dead, Terry. That's it. The horse is so dead, Terry, and you're still beating me. And you're still beating me. We not Jesus Christ. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> yeah, thank y'all. This has been the worst episode. <laughs> Put your two up to Kelly. We thank y'all for listening. Yeah. Yeah, I'm